Hi, this is Peg Mulqueen, and welcome to our latest episode of the Ashtanga Dispatch Podcast. To the world, today's guest, Taylor Hunt, appears to have it all. A beautiful wife, two adorable children, and a vibrant Ashtanga Mysore community he's growing and leading in Columbus, Ohio. And actually, Taylor would agree. But life on his side of the fence hasn't always been so green. In fact, Taylor recently surprised his own students and the Ashtanga yoga community worldwide by opening up about a past that was tormented with addiction, broken relationships, and life on the streets. Taylor was, by his own account, physically, spiritually, and financially bankrupt, empty with a God-sized hole he didn't know how to fill, until someone welcomed him into this practice. In today's episode, Taylor tells his story and why he chose to open himself up to the world by sharing. Taylor once said, it took me 20-something years to learn how to love myself, and I don't have that kind of time to convince somebody else. Well, I don't need any convincing, and you won't either, especially after today's episode. Let's meet Taylor Hunt. Hey, thank you for talking with me today. Yeah, no problem. I'm, uh, I appreciate uh, everything that you're doing, so thanks for reaching out to me. Well, my husband might be a little upset with you, though. <laughs> <laughs> Want to know why? Why? Because I'm obsessed with your Facebook posts, because you keep me on way too long. I'm, like, watching everything you do and, and watching the videos and reading your blogs, and you've been just putting out so many good things out there. Thanks. I mean, I've uh, I've been having fun doing it. Like lately, I've been doing like stuff with uh, with songs, which like music is like a huge part of my life, but not of my yoga practice. Oh my god! Can we talk about Whitney Houston, please? Well, so uh, honestly, like the day before, like I made the video, like I heard the song on the radio, and uh, I mean, I'm not like a huge Whitney Houston fan, but for some reason, you know, I practice by myself every morning. Like, yeah. Between you know three between three a.m. and five a.m. and it's like <sighs> you know like sometimes I just want to dance with somebody you know so it's like I just want to have a little bit of fun so I I don't know I made the video and uh, I was able to laugh about it a little bit. I so, went to watch it and I thought oh it's going to be you know one of those serious like tutorials and I'm like you know you're getting ready for your sun salutation and then her voice <laughs> plays and I'm like ah oh, duped. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and if you watch the video, like I was shaking my butt, and part of the reason why I was shaking my butt is my toe was broken, and or my toe is still broken actually, and um, and so there's like a little bit more of a wiggle, and so it kind of looks like I'm dancing in it a little bit. So. So you broke your toe. I did broke my I broke my big toe. Yeah. Oh, how'd you do that? Um, I did it in my yoga practice. Actually, I caught the mat funny, and uh, I jumped back from Pincha and. And um, I heard it, so it it hurt. So it's been like uh, seven weeks now. So. so now you probably are never going to do that posture again, right? That's out of your practice. <laughs> um, well, I, I don't necessarily roll like that, but um, <laughs> I'm definitely going to be like more cautious when I do it. Um, you know, it's like I got so much stuff going on in my life. Like I have so much like amazing things. Like my son was just born. And, spending time with my daughter and, and things like that. It's like, I was just, you know, at the time I was like overwhelmed. And so I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. So I, of course, I'm just teasing you. Um, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, 
I knew you. That's right. You've been practicing big time seventh series. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest series, right? I I uh, I can't get enough time with them. Like honestly, like I feel like. You know, I feel like a student of yoga, but honestly, like, I feel like I just want to be like a dad sometimes, you know, it's just like, um, I leave every morning at 3am. It's like, I never see him in the mornings. And then, you know, also I have another job too. So it's, uh, we don't see each other until like four o'clock or three thirty in the afternoon. So it's like, I try and just spend as much time, uh, that I, I can possibly spend with them. Cause you know, it's like, it's the best show in town, like seeing your kids, like, right before your eyes just kind of like blossom and Michaela's full of energy and Isaiah's smiling now. And it's just like, you know, and then watching like Michaela actually be like a great sister to Isaiah, which yeah. is uh, something that I didn't know that I, I didn't know that I would actually enjoy that so much, you know? So it, it's been really, um, it's one of the best parts of my life for sure. Are you like pinching yourself with how good everything is right now with, just where you are and um, in your life and in your practice? Well, I mean, yes, I, I am actually, because um, if I was being honest with you, like I would say that if you would have looked at my twenties or early twenties, like I, you know, I was doing stuff and I was doing things that was, were killing me every day. And so um, can you be like more? Can, can, can you be specific? Um, yeah, I mean, drinking and using drugs every single day, you know, and living on the streets and destroying relationships and family and all of that stuff. And you know, so but back then, like, I would kind of like laugh about it and be like, "Oh, I'm not going to make it to 33." And um, you know, like, I never imagined, like, on the front side, like, on that part of my life, like that it could ever be this. Like, I only thought that that was what I was living in during that, that painful period. And, um, me kind of like trying to, I don't know. I was like running from everything at that point. I was killing myself, you know, from putting needles in my arms to, you know, living in, you know, houses that I shouldn't have lived in to, you know, uh, just a, just a bunch of bad stuff. And I mean, I destroyed relationships with family I destroyed relationships with friends. Uh, I mean, it's really been a transformation. I mean, just like me finding yoga has been like uh, a, another thing that's helped me like clean up my side of the street. So, You recently shared all this in a series of blogs, and partly that's why I was teasing you about the broken toe, because I pretty much figured you've come this far. Ain't no way a broken toe is going to uh, hold you back. Um, <laughs> you've come too far, come way too yeah. far. Well, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm like super grateful, you know? I mean, it's like to have a second lease on life, you know, I, I mean, Peg, I buried a hundred of my friends due to addiction and oh. alcoholism. Like, I, I mean, I, literally a hundred people, um, people that like, um, I considered at the time, like my best friends, you know, I, I mean, Whoa. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's a massive amount of people. Like, addiction is real. And um, it's one of those things that no one wants to talk about. And everyone's kind of, like, connected with someone who has that kind of problem. I mean, you're definitely seeing it in mainstream media now with, like, celebrities and stuff. But, you know, there's other people in my family that struggle with this stuff. And 
And uh, yeah, so it's just, uh, I mean, having a second lease on life and, you know, and then like having it as good as what I got, it's like today, it's like, you know, I have a house, like I have a family, you know, uh, today I'm not spiritually and physically and mentally and emotionally bankrupt. Like today I feel like I look at my life and it's like, I want what I have today. And I never thought that. So really, uh, I mean, I'm like super indebted to like what uh, this yoga has given to me and, and the 12 steps, of course, like, you know, I, I, I practice the 12 steps of recovery and, and, um, like there wouldn't be any, um, yoga without the 12 steps, like the 12 steps was help me got introduced to that. And, and, um, you know, so I'm like, I don't know, I feel like today I'm living on my path and this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And, and there's like power in that. There's power in that for you and in you sharing your story. There's been power in that for others because I can't tell you how many people that I talk to um, who won't step foot into a yoga room because for some reason they think it's for someone else, not like them. They're from the, the lowest end, like, I'm not flexible enough to, you know, I'm not good enough. I drink a glass of wine. I, you know, I'm, I'm not like you all, or like there's some idea that those of us in the practice or practicing are, you know, without struggle, histories, hurt, pain, whatever. Yeah. You made it okay. It it seems like, um, you know, for the longest time, like, um, the narrative, like in, in yoga was, was that it was not real. Um, and I mentioned this a few times, but I, I feel like the narrative in yoga wasn't real. And like the, the thing that was real for me, it was like the, the struggle, you know, like yoga for me wasn't pretty. I mean, I walked in and it's like, I didn't, I mean, I didn't like the person that I was, that I, I hopped on my mat and I was like, I don't, I don't necessarily like this person, you know? And, uh, I mean, it's taken everything that I've got, you know, it's like to kind of clean up that or, or to like what I have or, or, you know, want what I have. Like the, today it's like the grass is green on my side of the street and that's like really powerful also. But I mean, I share my story because I think it's a responsibility today because, you know, I, I don't believe in the fake stuff. Like I believe in the real stuff. Like yoga is like uh, messy. It's, it's, it doesn't have to be beautiful. I mean, it. It's just like super, um, you know, like a focused practice can like give you so much benefit, like of a focused mind and and focused life and and give you purpose and direction. It's like, wow, you know, people don't come in because they think it's supposed to look like, you know, something fancy, like out of a, you know, yoga journal or something like that. So sometimes I don't like what shows up with me on the mat. That's the truth. Yeah. I mean, same, same with me. I mean, it's like a, it's a mirror. And so yeah. sometimes you don't always look no. like what you're looking at. No, sometimes I don't like what I'm looking at. And sometimes I do, but you're right. It's whatever it is, it's real. Yeah. It's real. And you do a really good job of keeping it real. Thanks. I mean, yeah, I mean, I wrote about uh, my story not too long ago and, and uh, I mean, it was received really well and it, it took like, I mean, it took me every bit of like three years to like really figure out whether or not I wanted to share the, that story with people um, because it's vulnerable and it's, 
Um, it's putting myself out there and then, you know, but I kind of wanted to smash the idea that somehow you had to be perfect. Like, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm not perfect. I mean, I, I like, I gain strength from knowing my, my weakness, you know? And, and so it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm demanding and I'm in the yoga room. It's like, I'm, you know, it's like I'm hard on myself and I'm not pretty and, you know, I cuss and I like rap music and I do videos with Whitney Houston and all this stuff. But yeah. <laughs> You know, it's real to me. I mean, that's that's real. That's just who I am. It's you know. So I, I'm like, it took me three years to put that out, like on the web, and and then like uh, you know, eleven thousand people viewed it. Whoa! You know? It's like I, I mean, whoa! And people, yeah, people message me all the time and are just like, wow. It's like, thanks for sharing that. That was like a little piece of like my struggle. And it's like, wow, we need to share more of that. You know, because everyone has their struggles. Everyone has their struggles, so... Everyone does. Did you get any notes that were more more touching, like, uh, that really stand out in your, in your mind from anyone? Well, I mean, I had a lot of people reach out to me and say, like, they felt like they were alone. Wow. You know? And uh, my... I always felt like I was alone, too. Like, I, I never felt like I fit in. Like, even at a young age, like, I never felt like I had the playbook to life. Um, and, and I, like, I would see other people and I'd be like, oh, wow. It's like, if I just was able to do what they were able to do, like, then I would be fine or something is wrong with me because look at them. And, um, it's just really touching to see like people reach out and say like, oh yeah, I'm alone. You know, it's like, and it's like, oh no, you're, you're not alone. It's like, no, I'm here and I'm, I'm willing to help and I'm willing to share my story. And it's like. Yeah, I'm, I teach yoga, but I'm also there for, like, I'm putting myself out there to help the next person, you know, so. Because somebody watching you or looking at you from the outside, you know, as we started off, you have a beautiful wife, two amazing children, um, and you're a rock star in the Ashtanga world. I mean, you you are a great teacher, and... Nobody would know. Nobody would have to know your history if you hadn't shared it. There would you could not. You wouldn't have had to have shared any of that. You could have kept it a secret. I could have totally kept it a secret. Yeah. It was a secret actually to all my students, um, with exception of maybe like three people. I I just wasn't. You know, I wasn't in the space where I could accept the pain and the shame and the guilt. You know, uh, because, you know, I was a tornado that ripped through people's lives, um, you know, from high school friends who like, you know, just doing people wrong and not treating people correctly. And, you know, from old relationships and, and, and you know, and it's just like really hard to uh, like today. I feel like I can look society in the eyes and say, like, this is what I am and I'm no longer ashamed of it. And um, it took me a long time to get there. You know, for five years of my practice, every single day, like showing up and like shedding those layers, I, I wasn't okay with it, you know, but all of a sudden it's like um, making trips back and forth to India and, and cleaning up my side of the street and, and working on my practice, working in the 12 steps, like focused living, focusing on my family, like got me to a place where it's like, you can like me or not. I, I, I don't care. But I'm going to be who I am, and the reason why I'm sharing my message is so that I can help other people. And I, I think it was powerful because authorized teachers, like to a certain extent, like 
I think people like perceive us like we're perfect people, and and I'm so far from perfect. I'm I'm just trying to make progress. You know. You put up a quote. I think it was on Instagram. Was that you who said it? It's taken me this long. Can you repeat yeah. it? What was that quote? That's a great question. Uh, let me see if I can remember it. Well, I, I posted too. It says, when I look back at my life, I see pain, mistakes, heartache. And when I look in the mirror, I see strength, learn lessons, and pride in myself. That was one um, that uh, I posted on there. And, and then there was also, um, you either like me or you don't. It took me 20 year, twenty something years to learn how to love myself. And I don't have the kind of time to convince somebody else. That is an awesome quote. That was fabulous. Yeah, I mean, true story in my life. I mean, it it was actually a little bit longer (laughs) than that. And I'm still working on it. You know, I'm a work in progress. You know, I don't always always do the right thing. And, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm no saint. That's for sure. It's like, I'm just like continually like working on myself in order to like, you know, help serve my students. I feel like in the room, like I'm holding the space for my students to be um, working on themselves as well. But also just like the transformation that happens in our practices, you know, to be there and say, hey, I was here and now I'm not there. And, and here's what we do. You know, I, I think students are kind of over the saints as teachers. I think they want, you know, they want what's real, too. They want what's authentic. They don't want someone on a stage. They don't want a rock star. They... They want someone they can connect to, somebody who's like them but better, somebody who understands the struggles that they've gone through. That's what I want. That's what I want. Yeah. I mean, that's what I want, too. I mean, I, I, when I look at my teacher, I mean, I see a human being sitting in front of me, like a, a human being. Like, I'm looking at Sherat, and it's like, you know, I mean, he's sitting on his chair, and he's, like, giving a conference, and, like, just the groundedness and the humbleness, like, in everything that he says, it's like, Wow, that's on point. I that's what it's about right there, and and just like um, seeing that grounded and humbleness is just like profound for me, uh, because that's what I'm after too. It's like I'm after the profound uh, humbleness. You know, it's like I'm here to serve others. You know, it's like I, I've been given this opportunity. It's like when I got authorization this uh, past year or whatever. Like I felt for the first time like I was a part of. I was a part of. Like my teacher just gave me like a pat on the back and said like everything that you've done you know over these last 10 years have been like validated to a certain extent and my relationship with Sherrod is like amazing you know it's like he asked about my kids and you know it's like we've spent a bunch of time there and it's just like it seemed like I went there I got authorization and was like wow what you're doing you just need to keep going just keep going that's so powerful that relationship with your teacher is so powerful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I will tell you, you are spreading it and you are uh, encouraging. And even to me, I, you and I had not met. And the very first time I got a note from you, it was not on Facebook. It was not an email. It was a hand written note and I told you that I keep it in my office and I wasn't lying to you and I open up this envelope and it's got a handwritten note from you thanking me and you'd never met me and sending me love from Ohio along with cool ass stickers 
bring your ass to class, which I love. Um, and we shared with the DC yogis out here. Um, but just to get a handwritten, I can't, I, I couldn't remember the last time I'd gotten a handwritten note from anyone. Whoa. <laughs> that yeah. in and itself was powerful. Well, I mean, we don't do handwritten notes very often anymore. You know, I mean, they're like emails and it's like uh, done over our phone and they're like two second things. I mean, I, you know, I believe in like genuine. I, I mean, the reason why I sent you that letter is because I was paying attention to what you were doing. Like, really, I, I believe in the Sashtanga method. Like, I, I believe in the Mysore um, style and I, I believe in all of this stuff. And, and I believe it's like for everyone. And, and I see the stuff that you're posting and stuff like that. And videos and all of this stuff and I you know what you guys are doing in DC is amazing but I I felt like it needed to be acknowledged you know to a certain extent and and uh, that we were paying attention because you know there's so much misunderstood from like what my story is like we don't understand like what it is and you're one of the people that are out there like trying to explain like where Ashtanga actually fits like it's not like a pretentious club it's for it's for the you know, out of shape person. It's for the non-flexible person. It's for it's for everyone. It's for addicts. It's for um, alcoholics. It's for you know cancer survivors. It's for everyone um, because it's a really smart way to like teach a practice. And you know, so when I was like watching your posts, like we're on the same path. Like my, I feel like my job is to like spread the love, and and you're doing it also. So it's like that acknowledgement was um, you know just on some of the stuff that you're written or. or we're writing, um, you could tell that me and you were on the same path. So that's why I reached out. Whoa. It was really timely. And I, I know you must feel this too, but sometimes all this stuff can be hard, you know, really hard. Um, and you question yourself all the time. And, and sometimes, I don't know, you wonder if you should just like stop. <laughs> It's hard. Like I said, sometimes I don't like what shows up on the mat, you know, when I, when I practice and, and sometimes insecurity and doubt and, and I, you know, you never feel quite good enough. Nobody feels good enough. I don't, I mean, you know, I'm starting to get to a place where I think I wrote that yesterday about like just loving myself and accepting myself faults and all history and all. And, um, but you get these down moments where you question everything and, your note came at one of those moments for me and you know I cried you know I opened it up and I I cried I was it was so beautiful we'd never met and you sent it and it was really touching and I didn't know your story even before but at that point you were just somebody who was a teacher I admired who you know wrote me a lovely thank you note and it was super meaningful so thank you I never got to say like thank you yeah. Properly. I, I mean, I keep doing what you're doing. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's appreciated. I feel like, um, you know, Mysore style, like, wasn't always popular, you know? No. It's like, it, it's always been misunderstood. And in my area, it was like, it was non-existent. There's no, there's no one here. I'm the only teacher, like, and, um, you know, so seeing, like, some other people doing it and you sharing it and, and really kind of, like, debunking the, the whole, like, uh, myth behind it is important, I think, you know, it's like, oh, wait, this isn't a pretentious club, this is, like, for everyone, like, this is a smart way to practice, and, you know, like, doing it one pose at a time, or a couple poses, like, there's a 70-year-old lady in my class that just does sun salutation A's and B's, 
That's all she does. God. And she's practicing Ashtanga yoga. And that's like, um, you know, every, t- every day I see her, it's like I give her a high five and it's like, see you tomorrow. And she like, she comes every day, you know, it's pretty, uh, pretty awesome stuff. So, I mean, I'm just like super grateful for that's inspiration. That's inspiration. Seeing, you know, a 70 year old woman come in and I mean, I just love the diversity that's showing up in my store rooms all over the place now. Oh yeah. It's happening all over the place. It is. You know, our program started with like five people or whatever, and it's obviously it's grown bigger than that nowadays. But it's like getting the the myth away from it because people don't understand what it is, and it's like, oh, this is for advanced people. It's like, no, this is for people who don't know how to do it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) and and just like um, sharing that message, and you know, it's because it's a it's all about like just. Doing the best you can every single day, showing up on your mat, bringing your ass to class, you know? So. <laughs> you know, I'm in the process of doing the my my annual what's in, what's out. Yeah. Guess what hashtag is in? What's that hashtag in? Bring your ass to class? Yeah. Oh, I guess. All right. Yeah. It's, now everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how that started, too, because it was... Um, you know, like so much of yoga is like love and light or so much of yoga is like, oh, open your heart and all of the, you know, and it's all like this colorful language. And and really, I operate on the opposite end of the spectrum. And it's like, no, bring your ass to class, like come to class. Like, you know, it doesn't work. It doesn't matter how many heart openers you do in one day. It's more about like bringing your ass to class and doing a heart opener every single day or back then every single day or whatever in it. You know, so there's just kind of, it is kind of like forward, I feel like, you know, bring your ass to class, but like some people like question me on whether or not that's like very yogic or whatever, but I mean, the the truth, I don't care, that's number one, but you know, also it's like, this stuff doesn't work if you don't come, you know, if you don't come to class, like, it's never going to work, you know, it's about the practice, so it's like practicing every day, and that's, um, you know, so it started because like one of my friends was like, oh, I'm going to come back to class, and I was like, bring your ass to class. It was actually bring your ass to class. Make sure you buy a pass. (laughs) (laughs) And so anyway, so it was, I said something like that and then it just became bring your ass to class. I love it. Cause I've had students say to me, Oh, I didn't come yesterday. Cause you know, I just wasn't feeling my, I didn't, I didn't feel like I could do the whole thing or, you know, I wasn't at my best. I'd have, and you're like, Really? You only come when you're at your best? It's not a show. Just yeah. freaking come. And yeah, I mean, for my story, too, that that's the same exact thing. It's like when I was first getting started, that first class, when I got done, um, I laid down and it was like, I'm never coming back to this area. <laughs> yeah, it's like, because I'm not a yoga person. None of it, like, comes very naturally to me. I've had to work pretty hard at, like, getting to where that where I am today and but I, I did come back that second time. I brought my ass back to class, and, and that was the first time that I had ever felt like that, uh, maybe a little bit of an epiphany where it was like, wow, it's like, no, there's some power behind this stuff. There's, I'm, I feel good about myself. Like, I feel like I cleaned up myself a little bit. And, and really, I was coming at my worst time, the worst time that you could possibly be at. That's like when I made it into my... Um, you know, my first or second class. So pretty crazy stuff. Whoa. So do you feel like you have a very definite purpose? What would you say 
your purpose in teaching, if you had to have a slogan besides bring your ass to class, what would it be? You're putting me on the spot here. I am. Honestly, like if I had to say one word, it's just service and gratitude. You know, it's like really appreciating, like sitting down and like really appreciating for like everything that my teacher's given me, but also like the selfless service, like everyone who's come before me, like the Tim Millers of the world, Eddie Stearns and all of the people that came before me, it's like, I wouldn't be here without them. Guruji wasn't around, like I would have, I might not be alive to be honest. And, um, you know, because it's really saved my life. So, I mean, really service. I, I mean, I feel like I'm indebted to this thing. You know, I, I, I try and live it and, and uh, share the, the method and share, like, the passion behind it and how it can clean up lives. And, and really it's all about, like, uh, helping other people. Uh, if that's the one thing, it's like it's, it's about helping other people. Sharing my story and putting myself out there and being vulnerable. I'm just like, this is who I am. And um, I know, like, what this yoga stuff can do, and it's, like, just sharing it with other people. Well, you're doing that, and I'm grateful that you're doing that. And I know a whole lot of other people are grateful that you're doing that because you're serving a community much bigger than even the ones, you know, that you see every morning. People all across the country, I'm assuming beyond that, all over the world, have, have read have connected, and um, you've inspired. I, I doubt you'll ever know how many you have brought into the practice who you have let them know they're accepted and welcome and worthy and invited. So thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's what I feel like my purpose is, like putting it out there. Because, I mean, I always felt like, an. I mean, I still... to to today I I still feel like I'm an outsider and really like letting that be um, letting me be in kind of like the middle person between like letting someone who may be on the fence of whether or not they should be doing yoga like put myself out there so that they know that hey it's not perfect you don't have to be perfect to be here it's like actually we come to yoga to like not like because we're not perfect and maybe we're trying to strive towards that or, or progress to that or something like that so I mean, I feel like that's my path, and so that's why that's why I'm doing it, and you know, getting a, a new lease on life, and really sharing my secrets and putting them out there, and and um, you know, the the response that I got from that article was pretty amazing. Just like some of the heartfelt things that were um, shared with me, because you know, to a lot of people, I'm a str- I'm a complete stranger, but on Facebook, they were reaching out to me. Um, I'd say I got maybe like fifty. People reaching out and saying, hey, thanks for sharing that. That was a little piece of my story, too. So, Well, I'm hoping you'll go a step further. And, yes, there will be another Ashtanga Dispatch Journal. <laughs> we're we're going to do an annual. I think I have to keep it, keep it doable. And I am really hoping, now I'm really putting you on the spot, that you will contribute and share your story in the next edition. Yeah, I mean, I'd be happy to help. I mean, I appreciate everything that you're doing, and it's like how, uh, you know, like how do we get this uh, message out there? You know, that this this style of yoga or this uh, yoga stuff is is for everyone, and it's like it helps. I mean, I, so I'd be happy, I'd be honored to help. It, it would be a, um, I, I would totally help. So awesome. You're not, you're not putting me on the spot. Like I'm, I'm down. Like I'm, I'm here to help Ashtanga Yoga, and it's like I'm here to. 
spread the message of like togetherness. Like, you know, how do we how do we make this thing like, you know, as powerful? Like together or united we stand, divided we fall. Like how do we how do we do that? It's pretty pretty awesome stuff. So I'm, I'd be happy to. So sweet. All right. Well bring your ass to class. And is there anything new coming up in next year? What's 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 up with you? Anything exciting? That, what's 2015? We're almost there. Yeah, and it's right around the corner. Um, you know, so I'm I'm going to be teaching a bunch of workshops. Um, a couple exciting ones. It looks like I'm going to be going to Beijing. Yeah. Um, looks like I'm going to I'm going to Savannah. I'm going to Monterey, Mexico. Um, to a I might be going to Puerto Rico, which would be totally cool as well. Um, so there's a there's a bunch of things on the table. Um, the truth is, yeah, I feel super grateful for like the workshops and stuff. But right now, it's like our community is like really thriving, and it's like so, you know, doing all of the workshops within reason, but also like you know, my students want me here, yeah. you know, and and like finding that fine line of like okay, like going places, but also like taking care of these these people that are in front of me it's like I care about my students man I I, I wouldn't be a teacher without them you know it's like they've uh, um, I, they got a special place in my heart for sure and, and so I'll, I'll be doing both of those things and but then also just uh, you know I'm going to be putting more YouTube videos out there and right on because yeah I mean and I might do some more Whitney Houston stuff who knows <laughs> I'll let my husband know that he can <laughs> he can count on me being uh, absorbed by <laughs> Facebook, your, fa- your Facebook, your YouTube page. I'm glad to, I'm glad that you're putting this stuff out there, and I'm so appreciative of you sitting down with me today and taking time away from your your two kids and your wife, and you give them my love. Thank you, Taylor. Thank yeah, you so yeah. much. Thanks for having me on here. I really appreciate it, Peg. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you, Taylor, for inspiring us today with your story and your courage to share. You can learn more about Taylor, or even, hashtag, bring your ass to class by visiting his website, ashtangayogacolumbus.com. Make sure you don't miss future episodes by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes, and even passing along to a few of your friends. We really appreciate you listening and your support. This podcast is the brainchild of our editor and producer, Chris Lucas, and hosted by me, Pagmol Queen. We'd both love to hear your feedback, so please share at ashtangadispatch.com. Thanks again.